Welcome to the Braxton Wheeler Show, recorded live throughout the week, bringing you all the up-to-date baseball content and all the hot topics you need to hear. On this show, I don't sugarcoat stories. I tell them how they are and how they should be consumed. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Find this podcast on my Twitter page at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X 26. If you have an opinion or disagree with something I say, be sure to message me and I'll be sure to put you on the show. What is going on everyone? This is the Braxton Wheeler Show. Today's date is February 18th, 2020. Hey look, I know you're probably tired of hearing about these Astros. I know you're probably tired of hearing about the speculation. I know you are probably tired of not hearing about spring training news and spring training baseball just right around the corner. But with that being said, these Astros are giving us absolutely no choice. And that's why I'm making another podcast tonight coming straight from... I'm firing from the hip tonight, guys. I am firing from the hip tonight when I'm going to talk about these Astros. Some more news has came about... And it is only right that we talk about this because the more we eventually talk about it and talk about it, there will eventually be a time and point where we wrap a bow on this and we ship this entire craziness going on with the Astros and we just get rid of it. But for now, this is all people in baseball are talking about, and rightfully so. You know, if you want to break down, you know, spring training news then go listen to the individual team podcast. But hey, right now we have to talk about these Houston Astros and what some of these big name guys have said even you know in the last day or two. Anyway, let's jump right into it. Look, the first thing I want to talk about with these Houston Astros is in my last podcast we talked about, or I talked about Carlos Correa. And on the Astros media day, out of all the, the Houston Astros, Carlos Correa arguably had the best day out of any of the Astros players when it comes to a slightly sincere apology. And shortly, you know, after his apology, maybe 12 hours later, when Cody Bellinger came out with his statement, Carlos Correa went from possibly, you know, the most, I would say, likable Astros regarding this scandal situation to the definitely, not a question mark, the most hated Astros player um, regarding this situation. Um, I wish I could play the audio for you, but there's no doubt that if you're listening to this podcast and you definitely heard Carlos Correa's interview with Ken Rosenthal. Now, first and foremost, I think Ken Rosenthal did a fantastic job with his interview with Carlos Correa. A lot of people said he wasn't too hard, and we touched on this in my earlier podcast, the last episode, but I definitely believe Ken Rosenthal did a fantastic job. As someone in his position, you have to be able to squeeze the most answers out of these guys. You know, these MLB guys can turn their shoulder any second and not take these interviews. Yes, it's in some of their contracts, but they can choose who they'd like to talk to. And the fact that Ken Rosenthal got a... I think it was an 18-minute interview. I may be wrong on that, um, but it was a great job by him. So anyway, Carlos Correa, after he, he, he had a decent, sincere apology, he was talking um, after Bellinger made his statements. He was not too fond of Bellinger's statements, talking about how Altuve didn't use the trash cans and when there was a few times documented in which that, that it was documented that Altuve ran, apparently he ran into the dugout and was like, no, 
I don't want this. I don't play like this. Carlos Correa was saying that Altuve was pissed off that they were using these, um, that they were using the tactics of the trash can. Yes, Altuve had a fantastic season on the road, Correa. But let's not put to rest the fact that the, your team was cheating. Okay, the fact that the team was cheating. There's got to be table setters to get on base for, excuse me, for for Altuve to have the stats that he did. You know, and that's the biggest problem I have with this entire situation still to this point is the accountability. And I'm only going to touch on two or three things. And the first thing is just the accountability side of this. What I have the biggest issue with is now how the Houston Astros have almost became beyond defensive about the entire situation. It's really as simple as this. The Astros cheated. Okay, whether you believe they won, they earned the World Series or they didn't earn the World Series, they it doesn't matter. It doesn't change the fact that the Houston Astros cheated. And anyone saying, and I'm hearing a lot of people, I'm, I mean, some of the some of the top guys saying they can't vacate the World Series. That's not traditional. They can't vacate the World Series. That's not the way things work. Yes, they can. They can definitely vacate a World Series title from the Houston Astros. I know the college and professional level is not the same, but they've taken away um, Calipari's NCAA tournaments. They've taken away Reggie Bush's Heisman Trophy, I believe. They have taken away tons of different things in sports, whether it's the college level, whether it's the professional level. I am all for the classiness of baseball. I'm all for the traditionalism, if that's even a word, of baseball. But it's simple as this. This sport is the hardest sport to play in the world. And I'm not talking about athletic ability. Yes, I get it. If you're, if you're you know, LeBron James and you're dunking against six foot eleven guys, that's athletic ability. But from the simple fact of Major League Baseball is the hardest, play, hardest sport to succeed at in the entire world. You can't put anyone up there at the plate and hit a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, much less even foul it off or bunt a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. What I'm trying to get at is these guys cheated in the hardest sport in the entire world. And like Mike Trout said, this is really what shocked and hit me hard today. Mike Trout comes out, okay? If you had a, let's, let's take a second, everyone. If you're listening to this podcast right now, if you had to pick who is the face of baseball, like you know in the NBA the face of uh, basketball is LeBron James. Um, you know, in the MLB, there's never really been a, a definite answer. You know, Mike Trout's a pretty, he's a very humble guy. He doesn't say too much. So that means when Mike Trout speaks up and says something, people better pay attention. You know, um, this with, with Carlos Correa's statements, Maybe you can say something to Bellinger. Yes, maybe Bellinger could have had a better World Series. Yes, you can say something to the Yankees like, you know, Glaber Torres and then we're speaking out. Yeah, potentially Glaber Torres. He's too young, you know. Maybe Correa's like, Glaber Torres is too young to even talk about this. But when it comes to a guy like Mike Trout, who is the face of the MLB and not even a question, the best player in the entire league, you cannot... That's it. It's really where it ends, you know. If Mike Trout says something, because he's a smart guy, he knew coming into spring training and today that he was going to get asked some of these questions. So Mike Trout had an answer for it. And if you haven't heard that interview, you know, go go listen to it. And Mike Trout's essentially saying that it's just it's just like everyone else. It's it's not right. 
Um, he doesn't. He didn't say exactly what the Astros or if if the the World Series should be stripped or not. But he's saying that the fact that there's no disciplinary uh, disciplinary goodness gracious any any disciplinary action excuse me towards this Astros team is outright ridiculous. And you know it's almost like it's almost like your your uncle that you really like and this is what, that that you really like in the league speaks up and he speaks out against you it's enough it's enough there to just completely drop the situation and understand that you did wrong there's no reason to keep fighting against something that you knew you did wrong and that's really what i think the problem is here in the entire situation they had their chances to be accountable they had their chances to be sincere and they have turned the opposite direction. And not even, besides that, they haven't even admitted to the majority of the things that people are speculating about. And don't get me wrong, the, whether it's the buzzers, whether it's the collarbone tattoo, um, which actually I do in defense. I will, I will defend um, Jose Altuve. Um, it almost looks like that picture that went viral on Twitter. This is why you got to watch what people post. That picture that Jose Altuve was on the beach, it almost looked like someone tried to to blur or mess with the picture some. Um, and, you know, you can actually see, and, and I saw some photos, you can see, and they were from reliable sources, you can see, you know, bits and pieces of a potential tattoo that Altuve had um, in, the, in the World Series game. But uh, also, a little side point on that, and he, I don't want to be I don't want to be rude by any means, but look, Jose Altuve, Game 6, American League Championship Series, Facing Aroldis Chapman, arguably the best closer at that time and point. Okay, he hits a shot. He hits a walk-off home run to send his club to the World Series. And the fact that he's rounding third base, worried about this. I'm, I'm, let's say this is true. He is really that worried that he just hit a walk-off home run, you know, off of Chapman to go to the World Series, and he's really that insecure to worry about the tattoo. Now, to me, that is hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. You know, everybody probably has some type of insecurities, but when you hit a walk-off home run to send your team to the World Series, for goodness sake, that goes out the window. That goes out the window. So, um, look, Altuve, whatever you think of him, that's just a very, very interesting situation, especially when the T-shirt came on and off in the top of the ninth, the bottom of the ninth. There's a lot of different aspects there that are sketchy, but we can only speculate that for now, and I truly don't think anything's going to come of it. And I also do not believe that Rob Manfred is going to lose his job. Um, some people are saying that he may lose his job. I am, I am personally against that argument. I don't think he's going to lose his job. Do I think he should? I mean, yes, that's a different talk. I, I don't think he's for the players. I think if you, have a, if you have a commissioner in a league, he should be for the players, such as Adam Silver in the NBA. Guys in the NBA really respect Adam Silver. He does a great job. He's a commissioner for the players. And the MLB, clearly, Manfred is a, he is a commissioner who is for the business side. He's a former lawyer. He's a very smart guy, but at the same time, you can tell his, his business side is taking over in some aspects of this um, commissioner role. Um, and he really needs to, I mean, seriously, and this is, this is not even an opinion, he needs to take a step back, and he needs, to, he, needs to, he needs to decide with the players more because if you don't have your players, then you're going to be in big trouble because without your players... Your, your players can't perform, you can't buy tickets, you can't get revenue. It really does start from the bottom of the top. Um, so um, that, that's a very, very uh, important um, subject right there. And, 
Anyway, whatever you think on Rob Manfred, hey, if you do have something that you, if you disagree with me, make sure you call into the show at 540-597-8236. Um, I know we kind of jumped right, I jumped right into this uh, podcast today, um, but at the same, hey, if you also want to, um, you know, follow this podcast, it's on my Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X-26. Be sure to follow me there. But anyway, with that being said, I don't think Mr. Manfred's going to lose his job because um, he, he's definitely bringing in more money uh, in the pockets of the owners, of the, of the um, general managers, anything like that. And I don't think that his job's going to be um, in jeopardy. Um, I don't think he's handled everything wrong. There are certain things that as a... This has been hard, okay? This has been hard on him. And I, I, mean, I know this has been a tough situation. And um, it's easy, it's very easy to get caught up in what everyone's saying on social media and directly, um, you know, taking every shot that you possibly can towards him or this Astros team. But it's very important to understand that in, in the age that we live in, that there's going to be a lot of different tactics on social media in which you can easily fall into like, oh yeah, you know, he didn't have this tattoo or no, his wife didn't say this or his wife didn't say that just because of the way this story's been developing. There's probably some pieces there that are true and that we just exaggerated because we've all been very upset towards this Houston Astros team. So watch, be careful what your sources are. Um, also take a step back and view your opinion in, in a certain way. Um, the last thing I want to talk about here on this podcast is um, I just want to talk about the what's what is going to happen come opening day for this team? Um, It's a big question. And it's no doubt a big question exactly how this is going to pan out. I truly do not have a clue. And I don't think anyone does. I think I saw the over-under for hit-by-pitches for the Houston Astros, according to um, the Vegas betting lines, um, was I think it was 83.5, something like that. And I think the Astros got hit 66 times last year. Um... I would say that the over on that, it's probably going to be over. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just, it's going to be crazy to see. So the Houston Astros open up at the Oakland Athletics the first game of the year. Um, you know, uh, Oakland's got a good fan base, a great fan base. But um, these fan bases are going to be tough on these guys. Um, I don't know if the Houston Astros should call up guys like Barry Bonds, who dealt with the, the steroids. Um, I don't know if they even, even A-Rod. Um, I don't. These guys were definitely in positions um, where they had to go on the road and in here a lot. So maybe there's something going on like that where you know organizations even hire these guys to help monitor them, to help monitor them through these situations. Um, I personally, I have no clue it's going to happen. But my personal opinion is I do not think guys are going to get hit as much as we think. Um, there's going to be a lot of arguments. This is not. I mean, I'd say we're. We're just maybe turning the corner on this thing. Um, guys are going to get, if a pitcher, right, well, let's say we're in the sixth inning, hypothetically we're in the sixth inning, it's sixth in, one outs in the sixth inning, okay? You know, Bregman's batting or Correa's batting and, and a pitch hits him. You know, a pitcher's trying to throw inside, trying to get ahead, um, saw a guy off, and it just, the ball just so happens to, to hit him, hit him directly in the hip, okay? Um you know the umpires are going to be aware of this, and let's say they eject the player, um, and he, he gets a two- to three-game suspension. Now, this is when I think this gets even worse because these guys have been granted immunity, and these Astro players have not got any suspensions, have not personally been fined any money, anything like that, haven't been vacated of the rings, 
the championship. What is this going to look like? You know, guys are going to get suspended more than the team that still has their championship. Altuve still has his MVP. They are going to be still playing while guys are getting suspended. And and don't give me, I don't want to hear, I'm tired of hearing reporters say, don't give me their punishment is the fact that this came to the public. Since when in the world in our, our system, in any, I don't, I mean, even the judicial system of crime, if someone murders someone, in the fact they're the worst punishment, and this is it's exaggerated a bit, yes, but if you if you murder someone or you commit a crime, it doesn't mean your punishment is the fact that people know about it. That's just something that comes with it. That's just something that comes with it. So, the Astros, in my opinion, I don't know if they vacate the World Series. I truly don't. It doesn't matter if they. It, this World Series is never going to be looked at the same ever again. It's not. Anytime someone brings up the 27 championship from Houston, it's not going to be looked at the same. And in fact, people are, it probably would be in the Houston Astros advantage that they take the World Series away. And until they do that, there's not a single person, even if, if within the fan base, if you're a fan of the Houston Astros, there's no way that someone can truly say this championship means a lot to me. You know, if, if you're a fan of the team, you can't say this world championship means a lot to me simply because of the way they got it. So I don't want people I don't want anyone saying that the, the fact of the big one of the a little bit of the punishment is that they got caught doing it and that they have to go through this process. Give me a break. That's a part of it. These guys are grown men. They cheated in the most uh, you know the most the hard the hardest game in the entire world. So um, I'm sure new, uh, more news is going to break. Um, I know I try to talk through this pretty fast tonight. Um, I just try to make a quick podcast. Um, anyway, I appreciate you guys for listening. We're on a bunch of different uh, platforms now. We we we've yet to get on Apple. They're always pretty slow with with um, trying to be able to um, approve this again. I was on Apple Podcasts for probably six months, and then of course I had to switch. I'm switching apps. And uh, we had some music troubles in the last podcast. I'm sorry about that. So if I said I'm going to a music break and then it comes right back to me, it's because I use Apple Music and I guess I couldn't. I tried to put that episode on Spotify and they're clearly two different companies so they weren't, they wouldn't present the music the same way. So anyway, that's all I got. This is the Braxton Wheeler's show. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe. And uh, hey, if you want to be on the show, just leave me a voice message. I'll be sure to play it on here. So anyway, and uh, hey, Happy Tuesday evening and have a fantastic week.